Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. I've got a story here that happened in Canada, but it very well could have happened here. I like to make that distinction. Uh, if I'm telling you a story that happened in another country, I will tell you whether I think it could happen here. And this obviously could. So owners of prized historic Nova Scotia home in a legal nightmare, thanks to the local government from ctvnews.ca, Avery Haynes wrote it. And uh, Avery writes, the first time I met Ian and Lorna Tenniswood was over a video call. They were in Nova Scotia's Annapolis Valley, and I was in Toronto. They gave me a virtual tour of their spectacular four-bedroom home. It has a state-of-the-art kitchen, massive family room, gorgeous original ceiling beams, and restored hardwood floors. Now, the showstopper is what they called a one-of-a-kind nightlight, a majestic working lighthouse in the front yard overlooking the bay. I've never seen another home like it, and I've never heard another story quite like theirs. Now... The woman had to tell her through tears, I hate it. It's a great house. It's just so tainted. It's like a prison of our own making. Long before the house became their prison, there were wild rumors the home was owned by a cult. Locals nicknamed it the Haunted House of Hampton. And for decades, the house was boarded up. Kids would break into it, all kinds of problems. But meanwhile, this couple, who restore old homes for a living, purchased the house at auction in 2021 for $50,000. So the house was put up for auction. They bought it in 2021. They planned to do what they always do, which is restore it and then sell it. They put over half a million dollars into the renovation and had to uh, sell their family home to fund the project. The uh, wife acknowledges it was a huge risk, but we didn't feel it was a risk that wasn't going to pay us back. We felt very safe in the knowledge that we could turn this into a gem, and it is we knew the money would come back to us. And as you can imagine, that might not happen here. In a bombshell from the government of Nova Scotia, just weeks after they listed it on the market, a legal hold was put on the house, and the attorney general initiated a lawsuit saying the house does not belong to them and needs to be returned to its previous owner. In Nova Scotia, auctions are conducted by the sheriff's department In the province's lawsuit against the couple, the Justice Department says that the sheriff made some mistakes in the auction, which nullified it, voiding the transaction. The sheriff screwed up. It was a sheriff's auction. One of the errors made by the sheriff is that the sheriff apparently failed to inform the previous owner that the house was being auctioned off over an unpaid debt. So go back to the moment of the auction. You show up at an auction, you're bidding on a sheriff's auction property. And they tell you it's being auctioned off for some unpaid money, quite possibly taxes, but it's not specified here. So there's an unpaid debt that the government wants to collect. They're auctioning the house off, you buy the house. Generally speaking, when you buy something in a government auction, you get it. And I've seen people who complain later and say, I want my property back. And they say, no, guess what? Sheriff's auctions happen and they are, boom, it's over. Assuming the sheriff did everything right. And apparently the sheriff here, among other things, failed to inform the previous owner. Now, the home apparently was unoccupied at the time. But the previous owner would still be listed somewhere and should be notified of the pending auction. And now I know some people say, Steve, 
if the person owes us money and they haven't paid it and their home's going to be sold at auction, why notify them? Well, number one, it's possible that that's going to light the fire on them to get them to pay the debt. And so quite often, a person will get several notices, and they'll say, hey, pay your taxes. Okay, you didn't pay your taxes. You now owe this plus this. Still haven't paid your taxes. You now owe this plus this. And just to let you know, if we have to, we're going to auction off the property to get the money paid. No response. Another letter. Just to let you know, we're going to auction your property, and we can auction it as soon as 90 days from now. 90 days from now, you send one final letter that says, your home is being auctioned. Here's the date. Here's the time. You are welcome to attend the auction if you want. And believe it or not, in a lot of places, you can go to the auction and bid yourself. And there are, I've known cases where people went to an auction and bought their stuff back. And that, that happens. And you might go, Steve, that's not fair that you can buy your own. Well, no, the more people who show up at the auction means the more people bidding, which means probably a higher price. So whoever the highest bidder is, do it. So the guy now says, I was never notified, never and so, you know, if you notify somebody by certified mail, for instance, you got all the green cards back, you know they know about it. You send first-class mail to them and it doesn't come back, return to sender, you might be good. Depends on what the laws are. But I know that, generally speaking, before you auction off property, especially, you know, property people live on, uh, you generally have to jump through all kinds of hoops, including mail it to the last known address, uh, possibly tacking it to the front door of the building, all kinds of things like that, but they're now saying that the sheriff didn't do that. And believe it or not, I've heard of this happening also. And one of the reasons is, is that the sheriff, who is a law enforcement official, uh, sometimes I would guess, I'm, I'm kind of going on a limb here, but I think human nature would be that sometimes sheriffs would go, this is not the part of the job that really fires me up at night. Boy, I get to go out and auction someone's house off. So whether they're as enthused to do that or you know not, I'm just saying that that could play into it. But it says here the sheriff may have done this on some other cases. So now the man who owned the home that was auctioned, turns out he lives in New York, and he's very upset. Now, it looks like he's going to get the house back totally renovated, but he's still upset. He said the shock of it, the shock of having your house taken from you without even being told, that's the worst. That's the worst. This is wrong. So the investigation by the uh, news agency here reveals several other cases where errors were made during auctions in Nova Scotia, including a cottage that had been in a family for decades and a piece of waterfront property that was auctioned off in 2023 that didn't exist, (laughs) non-existent property. The land had washed away in a storm in the 1970s. So that's an interesting one. A storm washes away a piece of land that was so large it appeared on the registry uh, for the deeds. And um, it's gone now. So whoever owned it thought, well, my land is gone. I'm going to stop paying taxes on it. And apparently, (laughs) they auctioned off the imaginary land. So that's an interesting, interesting one. But the sad part is that there are processes to follow. And I'm going to mention this just because it's related. But I've mentioned before that the Uniform Commercial Code in America governs the sales of goods and some other things involving commercial transactions. The Uniform Commercial Code. 
Article 9 of the Uniform Commercial Code governs secured transactions. And secured transactions are transactions where if someone puts up as security something, quite often money, but it can also be something else, like you pledge a piece of property against a loan, i.e. a mortgage. Okay? That's a secured transaction. And so there are all kinds of laws in the UCC involving secured transactions, primarily of things, not so much real estate, but things. So cars, for instance, you buy a car with a purchase money security interest and a retail installment sales contract that's governed by Article 9 of the UCC. And Article 9 actually says what you must do to perfect the lien, for instance. And it also says what you must do if you decide that you're going to have to auction off the goods to make good on the underlying loan. The UCC spells out all these notification requirements and how the auction will be conducted, all these things. And so all of this stuff is laid out in the law. And I assure you, I assure you, I don't need to go look up Canadian law. I assure you, it says, here is how a sheriff's auction happens for unpaid taxes, for instance. So again, we don't know if this is unpaid taxes. And um, it'll say, they must do this notification, this notification. This. And everyone here seems to be thinking, that if the sheriff had wanted to notify the right people, he could have. Just didn't for whatever reason. Now, some people are going to say, but Steve, guy lives in New York, and he owns a house that's boarded up in Nova Scotia. Kids break into it and hold parties there, and he doesn't know that these things are happening on his property? Shouldn't he be paying better attention? I would, I would, but that's not going to necessarily hurt him legally when it comes to getting that property back. Now, is it fair that he gets the property back with all the improvements made by these people? Well, you know, somebody, somebody screwed up here. And the question is, can somebody go after the sheriff for this mistake? Or could, could the people who restored the house make an argument that the guy who's getting the house is being unjustly enriched? That's a bit of a stretch, though, because it doesn't appear he's done anything wrong. And so if he had done something wrong, like if he knew the work was being done but didn't step up, maybe. But there's no allegation of that here either. So it's a crazy story. It's an interesting one. And uh, occasionally you hear about people who buy properties with lighthouses on them. And, you know, they went to automated lighthouses a long time ago. A lot of times the old lighthouses were simply updated. Michigan's got a lot of lighthouses, a lot of them, because we border four of the five Great Lakes to some degree. Uh, and so there's a lot of attention paid to lighthouses here. And I actually know of a couple of lighthouses that are privately owned. They're very, very cool. Uh, and there's people out there who are lighthouse freaks. So, <laughs> But here we go. Michael, thanks for sending it from ctvnews.ca. Avery Haynes wrote it. Owners of prized historic Nova Scotia home and legal nightmare thanks to the local government, i.e. the sheriff who forgot to notify somebody that their property is about to be auctioned off. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. When your work speaks for itself, don't interrupt.